I like ego depletion because it really I'm able to translate this into procrastination for different things. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, right. I'm not going to do this, especially not now. I, I probably have bigger things I got, to think about yeah. later on in my I, life. I right? might murder someone if I try, <laughs> if I try to do Sudoku. You know how every day Dan gets me. You know how Dan, Dan every day we want to murder people, <laughs> and you're just trying not to murder people every minute right. of the day. That's ego depletion. Right. Thanks for listening to Drunk Ethics. If you would like to earn behavioral ethics CPE for listening to this podcast, there is now a premium course available for purchase on the Earmark app. Just go to earmarkcpe.com or download the Earmark app from the App Store or from the Google Play Store. And now raise your glass to this episode of Drunk Ethics. Zero shots in. Accountants have the responsibility to uphold accountability, transparency, and ensure ethical decision-making. And are expected to support fair and reliable financial reporting and disclosures in support of the public interest. Hello, and welcome to Drunk Ethics. Uh, I'm Greg Kite. I am a licensed CPA in the great state of Utah. And I'm Adam Browd. I have a master's in business administration from Brigham Young University. Drunk Ethics is the only certified course where the presenters get more and more drunk while at the same time discussing the intricacies of behavioral ethics. Today's episode is ego depletion, transparency, and tequila. We are going to take seven shots during the course of this one hour podcast. So Adam, let's just get this first one out of the way right now. Let's Bottoms up. Okay. Ah, it's like poison. <laughs> that is the second time I've ever had tequila. How fun yeah. is that? Uh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome welcome to a whole new world, Adam yeah. Brown. Second time, and I'm going to go all the way till my eighth time of having tequila <laughs> just today. <laughs> so fun. Um, good. That, do, you, do you see where we're at? <laughs> no. We we also have another. We Oh, oh yeah, there we there go. There it is. We also have another person in the studio with us today, the wonderful Crystal Paloa. She is in charge of our fate. When she rings the bell, we have to take another shot. And for today's podcast, we are drinking a Sparkle Donkey tequila. They are not a sponsor. We are poor. They, but they they do sparkle, and it is uh, tequila. And I, I liked that. That was actually pretty good. It, this oh, is this good. this might be the best tequila I've ever had. It was it's, better than the other tequila that I had one time. Did it? It's like yeah. it's got a little sweetness to it. Yeah. Too. Hopefully they will be a sponsor now that they. Yeah. Have. And and it that is agave is nice. seriously okay. Real quick, real quick story. Please. So I found this tequila uh, when Crystal and I were on a trip to Jackson Hole. Uh, we stopped at several liquor stores on the way there and the way back oh, in wow. search for a completely different type of, of booze. Yeah. And when I found Sparkle Donkey Tequila, El Burro Esparcalo, I was like, I can't not pick that up. So it's just been sitting on a shelf. It is a beautiful looking bottle as well. I it is. It's really pretty. And and here's so here's another uh, fun fact. I don't know if you knew this about uh, tequila. I don't know most things. Tequila. Do, okay, first off, do you know tequila is made from blue agave? I did know that. And do you know that it's only manufactured in certain parts of Mexico? 
Oh, for real? Yeah. And, and I believe, so I believe in terms of ethics, I believe it is unethical for one to call tequila tequila if it's not made in those certain parts of Mexico. And it's definitely unethical for them to call tequila tequila if it's not made from blue agave. Interesting. Otherwise, it needs to be called mezcal, oh. which I've actually never had mezcal. So I it's need like to, champagne or sparkling wine. Yeah, right, sort of right. Deal yeah, it's the sa- same kind of thing. There's ethics everywhere. <laughs> uh, but, but the weird thing is, again, would it be unethical to make something from, I don't know, purple agave mm. and say that it's still tequila? How would you interpret that yourself I think in it's terms un- of the ethics of tequila and versus mezcal? I think it's just unethical to gatekeep the word tequila in general. We all know what it means. So <laughs> right. just like... Just call it all tequila. Does it taste like hot piss? Then it's tequila. <laughs> don't yeah. don't don't church it up, Mescal. I think just don't give drunks too much to talk about is the problem. Because I feel like this conversation has probably happened a thousand times. Right after people took their first shot of right. tequila. Yeah, and to, and Mescal and tequila, they just need to come together like the the the. Capulets and the Montagues <laughs> and overcome their differences. You That's are so think. not going to be quoting uh, uh, or citing Shakespeare. I plan in, on in in about twenty minutes. I plan on citing a different Shakespearean play <laughs> for each shot. Per- this oh. one is Romeo and Juliet. Just Perfect. wait, what's okay. to come? I love it. Now to get into it. We got two main topics we're talking about. The first one today is called ego depletion. Real quick, uh, Adam, one of the things I love about having one of the many things I love about having you here on the podcast is that you have a background in uh, psychology. Yes, was it your undergrad degree was in psychology? Yes, my, my undergrad was psychology. I have one undergrad in mathematics, oh, very nice. different from psychology. Another one in accounting, also very different from psychology. I'm amazed that even with those degrees, you still understand humans. I think that's very <laughs> impressive. Yeah, well, last time you were like, oh, I get I get accounting ethics. You guys are supposed to be a robot. That's true. And that that's I think that's a that's a wonderful that's insight. Of, yeah. That into was, my I said world. that before three shots. And after that, you can't quote me back to myself because I don't know that I remember much of it. This podcast is very fun. It's fun to get paid to get drunk. It It, feels like being a hot girl at a bar is what it feels like right now. This is fun. Well, well, honestly, for an accounting, for something that's accounting CPE, you are the hot girl at the bar. (laughs) Um, But let's get, so ego depletion, it's it's a term that's not, that most people don't know the term, but most people, I think, at least have some kind of concept of the idea behind the term of ego depletion. Um, Ego depletion. Ex- it's when you drink all your ego. And, no, it's. Uh, I mean, I know what the ego is, right? Right. right. But is it that? Is it that deep? I, we're talking like id and e. Probably not. Well, no. I think I think it is. Okay. So so real quick, and and you stop me when I'm wrong. Real yeah. quick refresher course on Freudian psychology. Yeah. Let's is do there's this. three portions of the psych of the psyche. Correct. There's the id, yes. which is like the animal brain. Like all I want to do is hump and eat. Right. 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 right? Is mm-hmm. that is that? That's, I think that's what Freud. I think Freud would probably say that, and he'd be like, "Hell yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> he it would is. say." Oh, but yes, hell yes, that's correct. Yeah. If anything, he'd be like, "But." Mostly just your mother. Right. I don't want to say the word insert. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good good call. And then there's the super ego, which is the part of you that's like, if I understand, and maybe I I need some clarification, the super ego is like your super logical side where it's like, I need, this is, this is what's right. This is what makes sense. That's what I remember. Okay. Yes. And then the ego is really what moderates you between the two things, which makes sure that the id doesn't go too hard towards yeah. humping and eating. It's that social filter. Yeah, and and it do, and it also regulates you from going too hard into this. Just ma- it keeps us from being human robots. Yes. 
yeah, is what it keeps the, you in check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so ego depletion, the idea of ego depletion is this, is that humans have a limited supply of willpower on any given day or any given period of time. And as you use up your finite yeah. supply of willpower, then... Your ego gets tired. Yeah. It can only say no so many times. That's right. kind of what it is, right? Right. And I think okay. the idea is that the ego is basically your self-control. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. So we got that. And this actually comes to our snacks today because b- trying to be an ethical and responsible person who's having a friend over to get him uh, crazy drunk in 50 <laughs> minutes, yes. uh, I do have some things for us to eat because it's always good to have... Things is a good description of some of what is in front of us, yes. These come from the original experiment from the late 1980s. And that's a weird thing. Ego depletion was not labeled as such until the late 1980s where I was going, why wasn't it a thing that was labeled in like... Brains didn't exist before the eighties. I guess something. It's, it it's yeah. weird, but but here's what the the uh, the experimenter did. There is he he had people. Oh, oh, oh there's, our, there's, like a there's the bell. Here we go. Yeah, Number right. two, Sparkle Donkey. Woo. It really is like the smoothest tequila I've ever had in my life. I overfilled my shot glass. I'm you did. Sure. Yep, you did. Um, but That's okay. really not bad. No. So in the in the uh, in the original experiment. For ego depletion, yes. what they did, what the experimenter did, is he had he had fresh baked cookies. Oh, yum! And the fresh baked—I don't have fresh baked cookies, but not only were they fresh baked, they like baked them in the room where the the people who were in the experiment were, so it smelled like fresh nice. baked okay. cookies. Okay, I already know enough about psychology to know that if there's fresh baked cookies in this, uh-huh. it means and they also had get this a steaming pile of shit, Close. and they made people eat that Close. shit, and Close. that's like what every psychology experience is. It's like. Picture this, a really uh, nice situation. Everyone's uh, like, that's so nice. And then they made them do this horrible right. thing that everyone's going to yeah. be embarrassed to say that they're a part of. So, so what did they do? So they had the fresh baked cookies. There you go. And it smelled like fresh baked cookies. Delicious. And then they also had a plate full of radishes <laughs> is what it was. Mm. And, they told, and, and like randomly, they told some people in the experiment, you get to eat cookies, as many cookies as you want. Psychologists and, are the worst. And the other group was like, you have to eat radishes. Yeah. And everyone was probably thrilled and with either decision yeah right right but apparently there was still in this experiment the people like could it was like you have to eat the radishes yeah but you'll get rewarded if you only eat the radishes you'll get oh. punished somehow you know or you won't get the reward if you eat the cookies still so it was, feels very psychological right right exactly. even the cookies are not as good as you wish they could be. <laughs> and I, this is life this I, is a reflection on life <laughs> And I assume for the cookie people, it'd be like, hey, you could go ahead and knock yourself out, the, out, out on the radishes. Yeah. But uh, you'll get, you, you won't get as much of a reward if you just stick with the cookies. So it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a thing. But then after that, the food part of the experiment went away. And then they forced all the people to trace a design. They're like, you have to trace this design on this piece of paper. It was a very intricate design. And it was one of those things where you can't lift your pencil off the paper okay. to trace it. And they're like, you you win if you can trace the entire thing without lifting your pencil off the paper. And the thing that the people in the experiment didn't know is it was impossible. You it was impossible to oh, oh, to, oh, to complete you it. Have to lift it. Yeah, to yeah. Be able to trace. It's, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. But it was interesting. So you couldn't really tell that unless you knew it ahead of time. Also, what I love about psychological experiences is that they perfectly reflect life. You know how when you're sitting somewhere and someone's like, you can only eat turnips and then they have you and then they have you trace a picture. Right. It, Typical yeah, that was okay. that was Tuesday for me at work. It's weird. My boss is weird. Yeah. Uh, so but but what they what, what they were recording 
was how long how much time you how, spend on how it? long they would conti- before they gave up sure They'd go how how much time you spent trying to trace this and how many attempts you took oh. to trace oh, it okay and it was nearly du- for the people who got to eat cookies yeah it was like double they the double the amount of tries double the amount of time they spent trying oh, really? to do the if trying you to, ate cookies you wanted to try harder you, yeah well but it wasn't so much that it was that if you had you used up your self control eating those goddamn radishes. Oh, and so gotcha. at the end of that, you just, you didn't have the... Because you, your ego kept telling you, hey, you know, we're hey, eating radishes It's today. like, it smells we're so good in here. That by the time it's like, and now I have to do this crappy art project, you're like, no, I'm going to bounce. <laughs> right. That's Ex- what it was? Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so sense. so the idea, so really, and it's not technically true, but, but the idea was that the cookie group was the control group mm. and the radish group was the experimental group okay. and the, it's not a perfect control no it doesn't feel like no it. but i mean <laughs> there had to be some third group that was like we got no food and had to trace and maybe but those are some of my favorite ones is it, when it's like and then there was a control group who just like sat around for half an hour and we just watched right <laughs> that's right, it right so um so, so that was that was supposed to be the initial uh display of ego, ego depletion. depletion and so because of that the snacks i have here today are i couldn't find my grocery store did not have radishes but they oh. had they had turnips they had turnips yeah and so so adam you during this entire podcast you can only eat the turnips or you don't get paid for the podcast bullshit <laughs> no you signed you signed <laughs> no and, and if you eat one freaking reese's pieces which is one of your favorite candy that's true you get you get no money no, for this podcast so we'll see how long you can last on that <laughs> but you don't even know how you have no understanding of who i am because I am only going to eat Reese's Pieces this whole time. Uh, okay. Because let me just ugh, let, let me just say, if I was in that study, my trust for authority is so low that if someone was like, you can have this, but then later there's going to be a reward, I'd be like, bullshit. Only trust what's in front of you right now. It's the only thing you could do, especially for psychologists. Okay. While you were talking, I ate a bite of a turnip. Terrible decision. They're not good. You're going like, to, yeah. You oh. need tequila to wash out the bad yeah, turnip taste. I do. That's how is bad turnip Is it time to take taste. another shot? Can we anyways? <laughs> I don't have anything to watch. Ego depletion. Did you Ugh. know that Obama, this is at least this is what I heard. Obama wore like the exact same thing every single day to avoid ego depletion. Have I, you heard I, this before? No, I haven't. That or it was either that or he had someone else pick out his clothes. I can't oh, remember oh, which uh, it is. But basically he said that he wanted to limit the amount and maybe I'm completely off and people who are listening to this can like comment yeah. or whatever. But I'm pretty sure. He said uh, that way he can limit the amount of decisions he was making in a day so that okay. when bigger ones came up. Huh. He wasn't just like, ah, sure, Newcomb, and like move on with his life. <laughs> like he, he right. was just like, well, I didn't choose my well, suit today, so I can actually say don't nuke them. Okay. I can stop with that. Let's get back to that in just a second. I also do the exact same thing. I wear almost the exact same outfit every single day for the same reason, because <laughs> I, I think of myself as highly as the president of the United <laughs> States of America. As you should, because what do you do? What's your day job? My day job is writing silly ads and making jokes and right. telling them on stage. And you want to make sure you're you're not uh, ethically and morally compromised. Yeah, that's why doing that. Um, well, let's let's get specifically to some uh, to some professional ethics. Okay. So the guy that I uh, that I refer to tons and tons throughout all of the ethical training that I do is a gentleman named Dan Ariely. Which fun fact, I got to meet him. I actually interviewed him. Dan Ariola. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, 
on an old podcast, Dan Ariely. That's what he I almost said. have it. And I so badly wanted this guy to like me. Like I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be funny and I'm gonna be fun. He was so annoyed with me oh, throughout no. the entire No, he like seriously, because he is a college professor, mm. and I totally got the vibe off of him the entire time I was interviewing where he was like, Hey, how about you just stop talking? Oh, there we Oop, go. There's the tone. Finally, this turnip. Uh I don't know why three is always the easiest one. That was uh, seriously this this sparkle donkey. I can't recommend it enough. So, uh, yeah. So he he was like, "You're not funny, and you're talking too much. How about you shut up and let me say what I'm what, I'm, oh, what I want to no. say?" Dan, if yeah. you're listening to this, Greg is a delight. And Please you've give been him a and, second chance. Uh, th- thank you. Yeah. Uh, but here's what he says in his book, "The Honest Truth About Dishonesty." He says, "If you wear down your willpower, you will have considerably more trouble regulating your desires, and that difficulty can wear down your honesty as well." Oh, we are continually tempted throughout the day. And our ability to fight this temptation weakens with time and accumulated resistance. So he thinks we just default to being liar, liar, pants on fire type people. Yeah, well, I I think that it I, takes more courage or will to be able to like tell the truth when you're tempted to lie. Yeah, and and if you're tempted to lie over and over, if there's mostly makes me feel like Dan's a bad person. That's it, what that quote means. <laughs> Dan is like, you know how we okay. all want to lie constantly. You know how you're just on the. It's like a Freudian thing where it's like, you know how you want to have sex with your mom, and everyone's <laughs> like, like, the what? No, what? Huh? He's like, eh, let's move past. This. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but my, my bigger point I'm sure you're a good stands. guy, Dan. Dan, if right. you're listening to this, listen to how nice Greg and, is being to you and how mean I right, am. Right, because... Compare that. That's a delight. Yeah. I'm a bastard. A, Don't hang out with me. Give me a second. Maybe Dan had had a bad day before he got on the podcast. Maybe. Maybe his ego had been depleted. But here's, here's the thing. Here's how he backs up his claim. He, as a behavioral psychologist, a behavioral economist... Yes. Um, he did an experiment with people. And here's the experiment. And I have the picture on your paper oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. you have, too. So the, so the, the experiment was this. He has a, a box, a square... Uh-huh. There's a line that goes through the middle of the square, dividing yeah. it in half. Box and dots. And then there's yeah, just random. The dots are random. Okay, they're there. So what? This was the this was the graphic that came up. The only thing that changed every time the graphic came up was the the dots and where they were oh, okay. in the boxes. I think even maybe the number of dots changed every time. Okay, but but he did this experiment. So if you came Pops in, up different dots, different locations. And, okay, and you had one. You got to look at the. You got to look at the square mm-hmm. with dots. Yes. For exactly one second. Okay. And then after looking at it for one second, you had to decide whether you believe there was more dots on the right hand side or on the left hand side oh. of the box. Oh. Okay. And that's and that was the whole thing. I've looked at this for like thirty seconds now and I still couldn't tell you what's Yeah, side. and you know what I've used Top, this, maybe? I'm an accountant and I've used this graphic innumerable times i have never taken the time to count the dots to figure out which one which i think is i think that's a betrayal of my profession no i never think that's that. good because that would deplete your ego you got bigger oh. questions oh to gotcha answer gotcha instead, so yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah yeah so um this so, is also okay i like ego depletion because it really i'm able to translate this into procrastination for different things <laughs> Oh, like, right. I'm not going to do this, especially not now. I, I probably have bigger things got, to think about yeah. later on in my I'm, life. Right? I might murder someone if I tr- <laughs> if I try to do Sudoku. You know how every day Dan gets me. You know how Dan, Dan every day we want to murder people, <laughs> and you're just trying not to murder people every minute right. of the day. That's ego depletion. Right. So okay. So here's how. So so far you understand the the concept of what these people were supposed to do. Yeah. The the way that he depleted their ego was thusly. Okay. Is that if you cl- so so your job. And what your question was uh-huh. is there's more dots on which side of this box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were, your job was to either click left or right, mm-hmm. but you got paid a half a cent every time you 
said that there was more on the right side, mm. you got paid five cents every time you clicked that there was more on the left side. Okay. So your job was to say which side had more dots. Your compensation was based on whether you were clicking right or left, regardless of where Ooh, the dots were. Tricky, tricky. Yeah, and I not, like this one. And not this only that, you signed up to do this for an hour of oh. your of your life. So you're seeing the the graphic for one second, and you have to respond right or left. I don't know if this is true, but I think this is the same way you get Bitcoin. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Is that right? That is. This okay. is my. He, he, and he actually mined a bunch of Bitcoin this way, and he did not. That's how he funded his experiment. So, so fungible experiment. What he found was he. That was good. Thanks. What he found was that after a certain amount of time, and and it apparently it varied greatly from from individual to individual. Oh. But over the course of the hour, it sounds like without exception, there would come a point where they're clearly very interested in going in doing the experiment right of going oh, right yeah, or yeah, left. Yeah. And then at some point, everyone or nearly everyone just fell off a cliff where they were like going. Screw this experiment. Bitch, give Why? me my money. <laughs> Why the hell did I sign up for this? And I'm they a were, student. Get and they, paid. They were just going left, 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 oh, left. I left, love that left. it only cost five cents to make someone be right. dishonest as well, well. But granted, the stakes for dishonesty very low. Right. But still, five cents, and you're like, eh, it's yeah. fine. But it's also an hour that you're doing it for. That's so long. It's, it's so long. And I could see where that would just completely erode. I realize I just said that's so long and our podcast is one hour and listeners are like, you're <laughs> telling me, buddy. <laughs> so, and and so here's the question. Yes. Were those people in that experiment, were they being dishonest uh, by clicking left? I, I feel like their honesty would be dependent on their report afterwards. Like if you ask them like, did you respond to this the way that we asked? Or I guess if they agreed up front, like, oh, yes, yeah. I will answer in this way. Right. I would say, yeah, they're being dishonest. Right. Well, and I think, so again, in my, I wasn't part of the experiment, but in my mind, the way the experiment works is you see the graphic. You were. For, thanks for telling me you weren't a part of the I wasn't, experiment. I wasn't. I wasn't a part of it. This is, this is I would love if you were, and you're this, like, was okay. I being dishonest? I still don't know. I need, <laughs> Please. I need help. I feel so great. tortured <laughs> yeah. internally. I still can't eat cookies to this day. I'm still <laughs> eating turnips. But they saw the graphic for, again, one second. And then I think after that, in my mind, it, the, the question came yeah. up. Were there more dots on the right or the left? Yeah. So then you were lying if there was clearly more dots on the right and you still clicked left. Yeah. You were at that point you yeah. were 100 percent lying. So yeah, you, you were, were being lying. unethical. Yeah. You, just you were wanted, lying to get the money. money. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, which accountants that is directly applicable. Exactly. So, um, so we have experimental evidence that people are being dishonest yeah. when their ego is depleted. I want to point out I haven't eaten any turnips and I haven't eaten any you Reese's should, pieces. Will you try one? They're horrible. No, I don't. Just give it a shot. I found the loophole in your experiment and that I don't have to eat either one. You don't have to eat either. And I should still get I the know. money. Well, maybe you will. I'm going to see if those if those Reese's pieces erode your uh your self-control. No, don't Ooh. eat them in front of me. Oh, I do I do feel my good. ego being depleted mm. in a funny way. Oh wait. Where at this first show, I was hold like, on. let's do ASMR real quick. Mm. No, gross. No one wants. Oh, oh, there we go. And now I have to wash these down with Sparkle Donkey. It's so funny. At two shots, I'm still excited. At three shots, I'm still excited. It's after four that I'm like, oh god, mm. we're doing this more. Is this four? Wow. Mm. Um, <sighs> my ego is being depleted in a way that I like. At the beginning, I was like, 
there's no way I'm eating a turnip, but now I'm at least tipsy enough that I'm like, <laughs> I might eat a turnip. What's it going to do to me? <laughs> Your ego's being depleted the wrong way. The like, wrong way. Like, like peer pressure could work. Come on, yeah. man, eat a turnip. Before my yep. ego was like, there's no way you want to eat one of those do you turnips. Wanna... And now my id is like, you can eat a turnip. Do you want to die without ever having the experience of eating a turnip raw? <laughs> no. I mean, room, room temperature raw mm. turnip, no dip? Come on. Room temperature, farm to table, though. Well, farm to grocery store to fridge for a couple days to get cutting board to table. (laughs) Back to accountants. Yes. One of the things that I I feel is so important about ego depletion with accountants is Mm -hmm. we totally are horrible about depleting our ego during busy season. Oh, because you're constantly... Yeah, you guys are busy... I mean, I'm sure you're busy a lot, but especially one time a year, you guys like go crazy, right? Yeah. For basically a three-month period, we're- That Q1 experience or whatever? We are, yeah. we Pretty close. We're just, uh, we are intentionally like ma- like ruining ourselves in terms of our ego depletion. Mm. There are firms, fortunately, I don't, I worked in a firm for one year and then I got hired away and now I'm the in-house CPA for a group of medical office buildings. Yeah. That was very difficult to say group of medical <laughs> office buildings. The, uh, but- uh, but but from what I know from people who do work, especially in tax, yeah, in accounting firms, and but also in audit, is during busy season you're expected to clock often. Not every every firm, but often you're expected to clock sixty plus billable hours every week for your job, which means that's just work that you can charge back to a client. It doesn't include like checking emails and going to the bathroom. Or doing the thing that I'm really surprised you guys have to do at the same time as you're preparing taxes is you have to approve my budgeting that I send your way. And if your ego is depleted, why are you guys always such assholes in approving what <laughs> all my budget each year? Oh, Q, for during in, Q1. For in, oh, we should just be ego depleted? You would think you're, I could put trying, anything out there and, and you would be like, like that fine, looks good to me. But fine. instead, I feel like it's very much so I the think opposite. it could be. It could be like, I don't have time to look at this. No, make it less. Oh, I feel like I feel like most accountants I've known, they maybe they don't look at it, but they just assume that it's bad. And they always send it back to me. They're <laughs> oh, like, too much. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I'm like, oh, really? Well, my official job title is controller, yeah. which means I'm supposed to control spending. So my job is to say, Such a how much you want to spend? How can so we amazed. spend less? How, yeah. And do you know, I actually call myself technically a comptroller because I can come up with my own title mm. uh, because A, I think it's funnier and B, technically it's just the German word for controller. So oh, really? There you go. So Controller. Con- controller. It's comptroller. Hello. I... I am Herr Comptroller Kite. Oh, no. So, uh, okay, how do we un? Uh, here's I've got a few things actually. With maybe you saw the cheat sheet ahead of time. Don't look at it right now. All right. What do you think people can do to uh, to replenish their ego to get their self control stronger after it's been depleted? Because there are some studies that show a few things that you can do. Yeah, you can do a couple things. I'm what do you sure. think? You can like go for a long walk. Or you can uh, take some personal time, a little self-care. Okay, Or good. once you get back to Freud, you can go have sex with your Jesus, mother. stop. It is, it's an option. Stop, stop. You're not going to give the people all the options, Greg? Uh, it's okay. unethical to limit people just because you have a disagreement <laughs> with the fundamental psychology uh, of it, Greg. Okay, here's the things that are that, that we've really found that can help replenish ego. Sponsored one, by Sparkle Donkey. What? Gosh. Four shots uh, is fun. The uh, okay, so here's four things that that come up that can that can uh, replenish one's replenish ego. Your ego. One very clear recovery period Re- okay. is just just uh, just le- because basically when people think about typically when people think about ego depletion, they're talking about in a given day. 
You've got a limited supply of willpower in a given day. I see that with how, with eating when I'm trying to eat right mm. in, in the mornings from from when I wake up till about five thirty or six in the evening. Oh, yeah. I can eat exactly the diet that I mean to. Oh yeah. And then at that point, I think my ego gets depleted and I eat all the Doritos. That's and, why and and Reese's pieces. That's why I decide what I'm going to eat for lunch in the morning. That's true. It, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's and part then, of it. But then the next day, but I'm then not... I never decide what I'm going to eat for dinner, and I I eat the steaming pile of shit that the psychologist yeah. offered me for dinner every single <laughs> right. time. You eat the, the turnips, yeah. I really do. I, yeah. I just eat terribly well, for dinner. But, but here's the other crazy thing that I notice is on the days when I am good the entire day and I go to bed and I go, okay, today I ate exactly the way I'm supposed to. Mm. The next morning, I'm not depleted. I oh. can I can start oh, off the next day because I had a recovery period. Is Sec- that different from latency period? Mm, I don't know. Oh. The, uh, it's a sexual term. Is it? I won't go too into detail. Okay, you're you're very as clearly sparkle donkey makes you horny. Mm. The next thing <laughs> to think about how much sparkle is in this donkey? <laughs> I'm feeling great. <laughs> the two other things that I think are kind of stupid, but but this is what I found in my research that can help undeplete one's ego mm. is our comedy undeplete? videos. Undeplete can Refill? replenish, refill replenish? your ego. Uh, comedy videos and surprise gifts. Comedy videos, yeah, like what, like like here's a cat video from YouTube. Watch this, and then you'll have more self control. So when I'm scrolling TikTok at work, I should just let people know, no, no, no. This is how I'm re I'm re undeplenishing my ego. Either I scroll TikTok or I or I embezzle. Yeah. You make the choice. <laughs> So, or a surprise gift, and and a surprise gift to me makes a little bit surprise better. Surprise gift or surprise gift? Gift. Okay. Surprise gift. Okay. Uh, cat videos or cat gifts, and then cat <laughs> gifts. <laughs> no, a surprise gift. Okay. Where it's like, hey, surprise! I call them gifts. Here's a what's have, do you get? Do you ever get gifts from your from your employer? Like, from my employer? Yeah. No. Because see, again, accountants they do this during busy season. They're doing everything they can to like make people less butthurt about busy season so oh. it's, it's it's actually fairly common to go hey guys we just ordered an amazing lunch for everybody come get your amazing lunch and and fill your bellies and then go back to to your schedule you're telling e. me employers give you free lunch because they want something from you in exchange exactly it's just a trick. exactly and then and even more so i believe that i heard a friend who was at a firm who their their not infrequent uh, gift during busy season is hey here's a hostess fruit pie and a monster energy drink <laughs> Keep that one's it. much less curtained for what the desire is. But again, but another thing that will replenish. We your- give you guys a free gift, a basket of Adderall for tax season. <laughs> here's your gift. Uh, and here's shot five. Mm. Awesome. We're going to be so uh, deep before we get to the I second hate that topic. I make a face each time I drink it. Like, I genuinely enjoy it, but I can't not make a face for some reason. Um, here's the okay, so back to the the monster energy drink and the uh, hostess fruit pie. Bring it back now. Uh, another thing that they've said, I need to turn it. yeah, do it. Tell me how horrible it is. And it tastes you, like tequila, <laughs> it does right after ah. you've had tequila. Right? If dirt could piss, this is what it tastes like. Oh my god, this is awful! Isn't it the worst? Seriously, I'd never had a turnip before. I if the dirt bite of urinated, it would urinate turnips. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Why do we keep these? I don't know. I'm gonna. Has science not moved us past the turnip? <laughs> they have to rutabagas. Who? Why? <laughs> so okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, focus up. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna take another bite. <laughs> 
Horrible, right? It's awful. You can give up. I'm not going to take it. I took a big old, I think my one bite was bigger than your two little nibbles. What do people use this for? I, for pu- punishing people in psychology experiments. Your bite was bigger? Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Terrible decision. He just fr- oh terrible uh, decision awesome okay so so monster energy drink and hostess fruit pies yeah yeah um, yeah one of the other things they found will replenish an ego is a blood glucose bump oh so blood sugar I don't know why I thought you were gonna say blood sacrifice but no, I thought for bl- sure. <laughs> They haven't done a thorough also experiment. Also, the blood of a virgin. See, they they looked into that, but they didn't have an effective control group, so they weren't <laughs> able to actually have definitive results. Everyone's from... eyes kept going ethereal black, and it was just very con- confusing. But for the but whole group. but who knows if if they would have gone ethereal black without the blood sacrifice it's of a, a virgin point. into a it's volcano? A fair point. So so blood blood glucose sugar. If that goes up, then you're you're doing better. Mm. You'll have a more replenished ego. So Monster Energy Drink. Uh, and a hostess fruit pie could do a twofer where it's a surprise gift and it increases your blood sugar So that level. person's boss read the research, gave them what would help, yes. but did not think about the humanity of being kind to human beings and not giving them diabetes. Absolutely. Okay. And then one other interesting twist on this. I, I, I had uh, – so our friend, our comedian friend Shane Smith. Yeah. He was on a webinar, an ethics webinar I did a long time ago. Good for him. And I and we were talking about ego depletion, and it was so fun because he was like, "Hey, Greg, that ego depletion stuff. Everything you said, a hundred percent bullshit. He didn't. He didn't believe it. He doesn't e- buy it. He doesn't buy it at all. And here's why. And I thought this was so interesting. He was in the military, and he said in the military they very specifically in our training they yeah. give us the most mundane tasks." And they're like, you have to do this either until we tell you to stop or until you literally expire from doing it, whether you pass out or you die. Wow. And it's like, do it, go. And and the whole idea was we're training you because if you can't do this now, then on the battlefield, you might have to do something like this and people are going to freaking die sure. if you don't do this. And he said, I, I 100% give me, tell me whatever I need to do in the military and tell me to do it infinity times. I will do it infinity times. Sounds like they were increasing his ego well, though. Yeah, I think... Because anyone who has a toddler could obviously tell you, yeah, there's a certain amount of whys that you get asked. My son just (laughs) entered this age (laughs) Yeah, where it's like, hey, it's time to go to bed. Why? Oh, because it's dark outside. Why? Because Uh the sun went down. Why? Because the earth revolves around the sun. Why? Uh, uh, well, that depends on your religious and or scientific <laughs> beliefs at that point. Why? Well, because when man was created, they needed to have explanations for why. They, I don't know. I don't just go to bed. Or you right. know what? Stay up. Stay awake. Right. I don't care. Right. Stay awake. Right. And you, that's, yeah. Okay. I think anyone with a toddler so would say, be like, no, I, it happened. It's for real. No, but I think that's a great thing. So, like, par- so, so two counterexamples to ego depletion would be parenting and would be the military. But the idea is the stakes are so great Sure, because with a child, you're like, if I'm not parenting right, this child could, could die. If you told me I have to eat the rest of this turnip or else you're going to shoot somebody. Yeah. I would be like, what did I sign up for? Give me this was a terrible decision. (laughs) Right. And then I would call the cops, but Uh, in a, in a less realistic world, I just eat the, I just just eat the turnip. Eat all the turnips. Yeah, no, exactly. I eat a turnip. And so it's pretty gross. I think that's a fascinating, insight into ego depletion and then to bring it back so, around so for so for employers hostage situations also <laughs> increased ego right good you make ethical decisions or i am gonna shoot larry in the break room 
do it. So much work will be get ethical. Done. So much or work. Or Larry done. gets it in the face. The trolley experiment was really about ego depletion, is what it was. It was so. But on a more realistic level, one of the things that accountants could do yeah. to, and I like what you said, it's not so much that it replenishes the I've ego. I've never met an accountant who doesn't seem on the verge of shooting someone <laughs> in the face. So you, I don't know if it's more realistic. I, okay. I don't feel like I give up that <laughs> You're body. the exception. Nice. So, uh, so I like what you said, that it's not so much replenishing the ego as it is giving you like a larger chunk of ego yeah. to be, I, I almost I think said it, well. It, it, uh, a, a I bigger, like well. I think it almost gives you like a superhero ego. Oh, because it's because I don't need to see that being depleted. It's not like it gives you more that's going to get depleted because because uh, you think it's unlimited depleted. I th- well, I, I that's what that's what. Sh- well, let's think of the two examples we said in the military. I use are you, I use if, the if children it like, version. It was like eat you. Well, let's say this. I'm going to shoot Larry in the face if yeah. you stop eating radishes. Yeah. Then are you gonna? You're just gonna keep eating radishes. Till I need you to know a little bit more radishes. about Larry. I think because I just ate these. <laughs> it, <laughs> they're pretty gross. They're pretty gross. Pretty gross. Um, so, so with accountants, the idea would be okay. What we're doing is incredibly important. Oh, okay. And if you make a poor ethical decision, it's gonna ruin people's lives. Oh, which is absolutely the case, and we see that. I mean, the the thing I go to immediately is Enron. People lost their life savings sure. because Arthur Anderson didn't didn't do the job they were supposed to and because the accounts inside Enron were doing some very unethical things. I can't wait till someone screws up so bad they replace Enron as the yeah, classic example. Yeah, it's been example. 20 years. Come on, yeah, let's get something. It's bound something. to happen. Jeez. So, I think it'll be crypto. Someone in crypto. I, I bet you're right. The one. Now, now the 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 thing that kind of sucks about that is that I think initially accounts can go, yeah, what I do is incredibly important, yeah. and if we screw this up, the world markets will collapse. Yeah, that's but actually then, very then, romantic to me. If you just find enough purpose in your work, that's yeah, nice. Gotcha. Ooh. Mm. That's six. Ooh. We're getting close to the end. We haven't even started topic number two. <laughs> so let's get going on that. Okay. Topic number two. Okay, so first off, just to sum up, ego depletion, you're going to make worse ethical choices if you're, uh, if you're exhausted or if you've had to make a lot of ethical decisions. Eventually, you're going to crumble. The research says mm, crumble. you're, you're going you're gonna to make a bad ethical Not decision. Not a sponsor. So maybe, maybe don't work 60 plus hours a week during busy season. There's so many accountants who just rolled their eyes at that, though. Yeah, right? yeah. They're going to okay. be like, you have uh, to work 60 hours a week. No, no, no. Okay, so here's a better idea. If your firm... Every single freaking accounting firm on the planet says frackers. every everyone says this. They say one of our core values is that we hold that we are we are dedicated to the highest levels of integrity yeah. with what we do. And I call bullshit mm. on a firm who says that, who understands ego depletion mm. and still requires their employees get to, to get sixty get him, billable hours yeah. of billable time what? every week okay. during busy season that's bullshit yeah. and you choke on your core values oh my gosh this is getting so intense is that you you were egging me on it was yeah, easy that's to true. do i went full little john on that situation <laughs> okay so topic number two the ultimatum game the ultimatum game okay so i want to start off with this question are we going to play this game we are going to play this game that was an ultimate we're going to play it six shots I ultimatum in. i'm feeling okay how are you feeling with it feels i feel pretty good at i don't feel i don't feel particularly drunk this is what i our, feel like i want to shimmy and that's like my main this is like, symbol the, that i'm we've like been, oh i'm there this is full this is a foolproof tequila this is 40 proof which oh or, or no so 40 percent 80 proof 40 percent 40 percent what was whiskey 
forty percent. Same thing. Most oh, same dealio. Yeah, most of your most of your booze are are forty percent. Not get, my booze. I don't have any booze in the house. Okay, isn't that a sad story? No, saddest it's not. story Hemingway ever wrote. It's was not. Children's shoes mm. never worn for sale or whatever. Mine is f- full house, no booze. <laughs> Guy mm. who wants to get drunk. I'm trying to eat it's Reese's Pieces. Equally pieces. sad story. I'm trying to read Reese's Pieces without a- ASMRing them. As soon as I said those sentences, okay. I was like, "I'm going to regret everything coming out of my mouth." But I said it anyway. I didn't. I I was so not even paying attention. Which is <sighs> you fine. ate Reese's Pieces. You, you get said no Hemingway. Money. I've only read one Hemingway. Oh, book. I was supposed to quote Shakespeare. Oh, every you totally failed. Don't worry about Caliban. <laughs> Count out, it out, out, damn spot. That's what I got for you. <laughs> good. That was um, great. We got good. Macbeth and the Tempest. So. If I won the lottery, because I love winning, I want. I, I hope you do. I won the lottery. You can't. You live I, in Utah. No, Wait, I went. You did. I went to Crystal and I went through Arizona. We bought scratchers, and oh. I won the lottery. I won a dollar. Did you know this? You about won me? a dollar. No, listen. You could have asked someone for a dollar. Listen, I know, but listen, I have a collection of. Because I won a dollar. Yeah. I didn't cash it in when we were in Arizona. I came back. I filled out the form. I sent it into Arizona. I forced them to write me a check, check for, for $1 that they mailed to me. And guess they what? They lost so I'm, much money I'm on not your e- winnings. No, no. I'm not even going to cash the check because what I do is I collect $1 lottery winning checks <laughs> from every state. And I think that's Arizona awesome. puts me up to 10 states oh, that I'm at now. Very cool. But here's the thing. If I won big, let's say I won... Fifty plus million dollars in the lottery. Would you yeah. expect me to give you a, a, a piece of that of that of my winnings? Would, would you? I, would I expect? Would you, you expect to give me fifty million? Would you be butthurt if I didn't give you part of my lottery winnings? No. Okay, but it, I would expect to be along for the ride. Okay, like <laughs> you would be doing something cool, and I'd be like, Greg, what am? How am I involved? Yeah, like an ethics webinar where we drink Sparkle Donkey. Well, you'd probably buy something even more expensive, I, or we'd take like I a bottle know. of Sparkle Donkey. This each. is it's very good. This stuff makes me super happy. Yeah, it's fun. So, um, but okay, so fifty what, million dollars. What if? So what if a? What if your best? I tried to explain that, and I was like, "That's fifty millions, and that's that's what the word is." is it, so that doesn't help. No, at all. not at all. What Imagine a million things. It's fifty of those. Do you have, it still doesn't re- work. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I'm one of five. Okay, what if your brother won fifty Alex. million dollars? What if Alex won fifty million dollars? Would you expect a, a cut of that? I'd expect it because one of the, one of the things I think of every night before I go to sleep, one of the things that I start imagining to help me go to bed is if I won the lottery, what would I do with it? Uh-huh. And then I start divvying up the winnings immediately, and family's always first on oh. this. So I would I would oh. assume that he would give me something. Okay, well, he's but, a nice guy. But would you be butthurt if he didn't? If he didn't, yeah, I'd be a little upset. Okay. Honestly, okay, yeah. he got something for nothing, and he's not going to pay out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd cool. be upset. I love it. That's how we're. That's how we're setting this up. We're gonna play the ultimate. If I was less drunk, I would pre. I would be very passive aggressive and pretend I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. But I'm honest <laughs> enough right now that I'm like, yes, Alex, if you're listening and you won the lottery, keep it to your goddamn self because I'm gonna be very upset if you don't <laughs> share it. Yeah, Alex, listen up. <laughs> so, uh, so we're gonna play the ultimatum game right Let's now. Let's do it. And the ultimatum game is rad. Here's you, you. So, and the Crystal, ultimatum game is rad. Issues, Crystal. Is going to be playing this as well. So, so you, Crystal, you each have a role to play in okay. this game. So I will play Caliban from so the Tempest. I am giving you guys. I am giving you guys collectively. You get twenty dollars. So oh, here's, whoa. here's twenty dollars in cash right here that I'm giving to you and can Crystal. I have it? But yeah, you can. Ha- you have to have it for for the starters. Okay. Because your role in this game, you get so the, that's twenty dollars for the two of you. Yeah. Your role. Is that you get to split the money any way you want between you and Crystal? 
okay? And then Crystal gets to decide whether she accepts your split or rejects your split. If she accepts it, you guys keep the money the way that it's, that it's divvied up. If she rejects it, you both get nothing. You get zero. If she rejects it. If she rejects it, I don't get squat? You guys get no money at all if she, re- if she rejects it. Do I actually it. get to keep this? Is this a bonus? Yes, it Dope, is. Dude. It's a bonus because I'm, I'm ethical AF. Um, so this is interesting because it's advantageous for her to take anything because if she says no, she's going to end up with absolutely nothing. Right, right. right. And something's better than nothing. Okay. Unless she's like, screw you, Adam. <laughs> it is the 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 dollars are not worth as much as the is the knife in your eye to be like, <laughs> right. I'm not going to take okay. this. Right. It's worth okay. five bucks to say, screw okay. you, which awesome. is fun. Okay. Here's some, here's which some crystals like the nicest person in the world. She's so honestly, su- I think I could nice. give her a penny and she'd be like, no, Adam deserves 1999. He's such a good guy. He deserves 1999. So, so I could use that to my advantage. This is this what super villains feel like. This is exactly what they feel like. And your ego has been depleted. And here's shot. Number seven this shot glass about to be depleted. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, <laughs> two other parts of the rules of this game. Go you, on. You can't give her zero. Okay. It seems like you already knew that. You can't. Keep, oh, I didn't know that. You can't keep zero. Well, I'm you a really good person. I didn't know I could give her zero. And, and in my you, worst you case s- scenario, I gave her something. Exactly. You gave her a penny. And oh, then I'm the other thing you. is, oh, you I'm guys such can't. A good person. You can't negotiate the split. She can't. She can't be like, hey, listen, if you give me less than this much, I'm totally gonna. Do you know Morse so you code? Can you blink in Morse code? <laughs> so, so your job right now because. Is split up that split up that cash. You know what's dude. fun is you were like you have to give this to her, and my first thought was I have to give this into her away, and so my first thought was like yeah. Oh, is, is making it rain, making it rain, sort of style and Because because I gave you I gave you the right the proper denominations where you can make any split. You got a ten, a five, four ones, three quarters, a dime, two nickels, and five pennies. Look at that, six shots in, and I can still be an accountant. You know what's fun? What's that? Six shots in. I didn't understand. Oh, we're seven shots in. Seven though. shots in? I didn't understand a word. You're you pouring said. yourself a number eight? Oh, damn. Don't we're do seven that. Shots don't in. do it. I I think your wife would make me you ready slap for, that shot out of your hand. You ready for drunk Adam to completely screw up your experiment? Yeah. Here's twenty bucks, Crystal. Oh, but you can't. That's against the rules. I'll take a penny. Oh. Okay. All right. So Crystal. What about that? Crystal. I'll, I immediately feel bad, actually. Can I change your no, 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 no. You did it. You made it. So, Crystal, your job is to accept, accept or reject it. the split. But keep in mind, we hold a relationship after this experiment. You can give <laughs> some stuff back if you want. Oh, I love what you just said. What do you do? Do you accept the split or accept do you reject the split? Buy yourself something nice. Um, I would accept, but I feel like he wants me to not accept No, No, I want no, you what, to accept well, What do you want to do? Follow your heart. I actually do what want your heart you says. to accept it. I want you to accept it. I mean, it, come on. On behalf of... Except on it. behalf of the Sparkle Donkey oh, family. Oh, she okay. She's not on a mic. She would personally say, um, "Let's split it." Let's split. Oh, so she would reject it. She would accept it only you know to redistribute you know after the fact. What's fun That's about against this? I was gonna split it even, but it was worth it enough to screw up Greg's experiment right. for me to give you ten nine ninety nine extra. So, so what do you do? Final answer. You're not allowed to negotiate. Yeah, so you have to final accept offer, or do you accept it or reject it? Take my gift. She yeah. accepts it. Okay. Oh, Which makes it okay. Heart. Let me tell you many things. So there's so many cool things that just happened right now Please. in this experiment. So first off, can't wait um, to buy something with this penny. They cuz I read a ton of of, Mr. of research 
about this exact game because this is like a favorite game for social scientists the world round that's is true psychologists love this game because you you'd heard about this game before that's too many times too many you're so bored with this too so, many times so let me see if these if this makes sense so first off what they found was that generally speaking if the split is less generous than 75 25 so you keep 75 you mm. give 25 to the other person yeah but generally at that point if it was left some five bucks yeah yeah so if you gave her less than five bucks then all of a sudden the amount of rejections of the offer start just skyrocketing at that point and then imagine the real world percussion repercussions that's a tough word yes repercussions yeah the percussions the you're a very if good beatboxer. I play drums with my mouth as well as my hands. Nice. And I if am. Crystal had gotten less than five bucks, imagine the real world repercussions if she actually was upset with me. Wouldn't that be fun? Right. Well, That'd okay. be very sad. And me. we're going to get back five to that. Five bucks ruined our relationship. What you just said is like our ver the very last point I want to make because that's the take home. Mm. Here's another thing I want to tell you about the experiments. Tell me all did, the though. things, Greg. Because Read Wikipedia 20 bucks is not a life-changing amount of money obviously no. however they did this experiment in in some third world countries oh yeah and i yeah, think they use right. like a hundred bucks yeah and where what a that, cruel experiment that's like that's like a, a month's wages or, <laughs> or or two weeks worth of so think i remember it, reading this and immediately getting sad but go on yeah right it's kind of a dick oh, thing yeah. to do it's like hey people who can we barely were like subsist. these people aren't poor enough let's find some let's, starving people right. to feed <laughs> And so, still not feed but, some of them. But here's oh my what's great. So two, it, it was somewhere between a half a month and a month's wages for these people is what they were having Psychologists to split need up. ethical training. And what they found, same thing. 25% split. And the same deal. Same deal. Even people who were like, this could put food yeah. on my table. Yeah. They were like, yeah, but it's worth yeah, more where it's like a 20, to say screw you. A 25% of God, that I love would, humans. That's so fun. would be like a week's wages and you're still like, you were too stingy. But now I love that, honestly. Here's another crazy thing, though. They Tell did me the experience experiment in micronesia okay and apparently micro the smallest of the nesias it's you can't get well there's the the nanomesia <laughs> the nanomesia. but the micronesia the amnesia the micronesia and the nanomesia they they did uh they did the experiment in micronesia and apparently the culture in, micro, in micronesia yeah say it again in micronesia <laughs> is that is, is that your social capital is built on gift giving Oh. So they did splits Gifts like are with, more meaningful in Micronesia. Yeah, where you're more, you're like going, I could give a a, a hyper generous offer, which is what you just did. I'm moving to I Micronesia. Can, I can bro. give a hyper generous offer, and I don't get as much money, but everybody's gonna think I'm the fucking man. That's for cool. Doing that, and they'd be like, cool. Yeah, I get yeah, to yeah. split this. I'll keep a penny. You keep ninety. Did they do that? They did that. But here's the Bless crazy her sweethearts. Did it, they end up upset about it? The, the, the person receiving the gift did. What? And they were like, fuck you. Oh, they I would don't say no. You think I need 1999 of your goddamn money? Oh, fuck no. you and fuck everything about you. Take your. Nobody gets anything. Which Crystal felt a piece of where she was like, I don't want this much. I want half of it. <laughs> right, right. So, so that's a crazy. A crazy spin on the whole thing and then but here's what i want to get to and that you, just revolutionized my world in gift giving for christmas is when you think of the best gift to give somebody give them a step down from that give them a little bit of disappointment is what i just learned <laughs> and that's christmas that's the true spirit that's of christmas. christmas that's the true spirit of what, that's what jesus donkey. would want the um but here's the, here's the big here's the here's the takeaway i want to talk about. take me away is they did this experiment <laughs> <laughs> where they made sure that the two parties of yeah. the game were, 
start in. We're completely anonymous. So you so you were playing this game, but you didn't know. But I didn't know Crystal. That would change my decision. Not only did you not know her, you didn't know. It could be your mom. It could be a stranger. You have no idea who this other person is. You don't get to see him. You don't get to interact with him. You know nothing about them. love is blinding it. Period. That you know nothing. And what they found out is in a complete veil of anonymity between the person between the person splitting the money and the yeah. person accepting or rejecting the a offer a mystery person they found that people started giving stingier splits oh. so they were starting to go i'm going to keep way more of this money and you you're going to take 2 dollars and you're going to be happy it. about it and then the, they found the same thing the other person the accept or rejector person that person would expect more they they oh. flush deals quicker like more than at 25%, they'd be like going, I get 50% or I get nothing. So we screw you. We treat strangers worse and strangers expect more from us. Well, no, it's not so much strangers. Right? It's the fact that you don't even know. You Anonymity. know that your identity will never be seen. Oh man! So you're oh, so it's oh. not just that so it's they a think stranger. It's like a protection of my of self. Yeah, because if if they could see you, you could be like. Because I've done. this. I almost said that. I almost said you have to understand. I'm being recorded right now, and whatever is going to happen, what I choose. Yeah. I just chose a scent, and everybody knows me for the scent guy. But now I'm saying it out loud, and that completely ruined it. You can't get me drunk and then Which, make me say no, out loud the things that but, make me look nice, Greg. But that's awesome because listen. Because what she just said is exactly the point. So if anonymity makes people bigger Rubbing dicks. Rubbing my nose has never felt better. This feels so good. <laughs> last that's last weird. week it was moving your head back moving, and forth. Oh, that's true. Is that oh, s- that feels great. <laughs> this is so good. So, okay. But dizzy. Focus in with me for this dizzy, last dizzy, little dizzy. bit. So what you just said was. Welcome to ethics. Since you were. You were absolutely knew that this was being recorded, and I people knew that you were listening. People would know what Adam Brown, how Adam Brown split that money. Mm. You went hyper, like good guy. Yeah, well, you, I'd like to think I'm a good guy generally, but maybe that's maybe that's me preserving my image of self already. Where I'm like, no, actually, I made that decision because I am a good person. When really, I made that decision under the influence of both alcohol and an audience. Yes. Right? Well, and I'm and but regardless of why you made that de- and part of what you're saying is what we talked about last time is the bias blind spot where yeah. like going, I'm, so I'm not affected this- I'm not affected by transparency or anonymity. I'm this way regardless. <laughs> oh, you are right. affected by it. It was a and, joke. But here's the thing. And a good one. Transparency is the silver bullet for ethical behavior. Transparency is the say it again. Yeah, transparency Transparency is, think of. is the silver bullet for ethical behavior because oh. it does two it does two things. If people can see that this goes back to Greg the accountant, then you're going to be more honest because it's worse to be like, "Hey, I just lied about this, but I got if you it, yeah, the 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 gamble of getting away with it is not worth the personal depletion of your own of my self-esteem, man. of my self there are so uh, many no, words my, in the English language, my, and all of them no, no, are no. so hard but, to find. But right listen, now. It's, it's not the the financial gain is not worth. It's, it's, it's back not to the Micronesia thing. Like Greg's it's sucks. The, it's the social. We all are concerned about our social capital. That makes and sense. And the money that I make is not worth me being a pariah yeah, for everybody piranha. on the planet. I don't want to be a social piranha. <laughs> 
And then the flip side of that, like let's say, let's say there's some dumb rule at work that you're probably like, probably is. is. Have you been to work? Stupid. Yes. Yeah. Like you're going, oh, they only allow me to make 19 copies at maximum on any given month Oof. on the company copy what are you, machine. A teacher in a public school. And then right, and then you go, I need 24, and you're going, no way, bro. And then you, well, you've got this. And so again, transparency is the silver bullet oh. because you can go to your supervisor and go, hey, I know that the policy says 19. I'm going to make 24. Mm. Are you cool with that? And then they go, yeah, I'm cool with that. And then you go right on. I Then at that oh. point, you didn't make an unethical decision. Yeah, transparency so, will help you kill werewolves. And, and as soon as you bring it up, so you just made transparency two ways. Yeah. Because you, because on the one hand, if they say, yeah, then you can break the rule, but you're still being ethical because someone in authority over you said, go ahead and do what you're doing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're good. Flip, Explain this. The flip side of that is Crystal's then, out of the room and I'm stealing 10 of her dollar. You just... <laughs> you just... <laughs> Explain that one, Greg. You just, well, Hamilton. But by asking, how does a bastard orphan son? Wait, of stop, a stop. Whore we don't have we don't have the rights for that song. The uh, <laughs> I'm I'm seven shots in, but I still know copyright law. Now we, what was I saying? Um, oh. What was I saying? Sparkle Donkey. If you thanks oh. for queuing in to ethics with drunk people. Hold on, hold we've on. got not, drunks and we've got dollars. Not, I've got one. If last... you like ethics, you should check out our other podcasts, such as Donkey's Time. Donkey Time is about sparkles. They <laughs> can sparkle with the donkeys, and if and we'll drink them. And if you'd like that, then you should check out this box with different dots, uh, sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> So in summary, (laughs) be transparent. Uh, Guys, uh, this has been uh, episode two of of Drunk Ethics, not sponsored by Sparkle Donkeys. No, but but Sparkle Donkeys, call us out. Email us. Oh, I'm going back to Wyoming. I got to get more of this stuff. It may have been... It might have been Idaho. I it. honestly feel bad for the whiskey we drank last week because we were like, "This is fine," but this is this like, is this is top, literally yeah. amazing stuff. This and they're really not a good. sponsor, so um, uh, mm. yeah. Uh, and I'm biased against donkeys to begin with. So guys, uh, I'm Greg. Fact. I'm Greg Kite. Yeah, you are. Don't ever stop and, being you. And, <laughs> and Greg's pointing at me. He knows because wants. I'm also Greg Kite. <laughs> Plot twist. I'm M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> And this has been Drunk Ethics. Thank you so much for listening. Now go take your quiz and get your CPE. Seven shots in. Accountants have the responsibility to uphold accountability, transparency, and ensure ethical decision making. And are expected to support fairs, county and state ones, and reliable financial (laughs) reporting and disclosures in support of the public Pinterest. (laughs) You're so much drunker than me. Dude, I feel great.